This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You're listening to a Joycast from GLBTIQ Community Radio Station. Joy 94.9. News, views, interviews and discussion. All from a GLBTI point of view. Gay Newsweek on Joy 94.9. Yes, it's Jeffrey, Shannon and Matt with you this evening. Now, over the past week, there's been quite a few issues affecting the trans community in the media and I thought no one better could be covering this story than the spokesperson for Transgender Victoria. She joins us on the, on the line. Sally, good evening. Good evening, good evening. How are you going? Wonderful to speak with you, Sally Gold. Now, uh, first up, there's uh, been a landmark decision um, by the Family Court about um, which affects trans youth. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes, that um, trans adolescents who need to go to take the so-called puberty-delaying medication now will no longer need court approval to go on to the first stage of this and the medical assessment will suffice. So this has great... Um, Um, psychological, physical um, benefits for the young person, for their um, families probably as well, and also financial benefits for the family. Yeah, certainly this one... um it was a troubling story for me initially because when I first started getting my head around this a few years ago, I sort of thought, oh, it's pretty heavy therapy. I don't know about putting young people on it. But as I've got across the story, and I think this is probably where a lot of people start with this issue, you sort of go, oh, well, it's essentially when you're looking at stage one drugs reversible. So if you start on the hormone therapy and then come off the hormone therapy, you go back to uh, progressing in your adolescence. And secondly, it reduces depression, it reduces suicidality, it reduces anxiety. Uh, So it is such a a good way forward. Well, well, definitely. And I think, you know, what you raised is, um, you know, the... I'll say the concerns that you you know that people have about this affair they come from two sources. A lot of it is all oh, to some extent. There's a, might be, and I'm not saying this was yours. I should say and yeah. there is a touch of lack of understanding of trans issues. But I think we also have. I, I personally believe, perhaps not transgender Victoria's viewpoint, but as someone who's worked with two youth organisations, I think we do tend to stereotype young people a lot with this. Oh. You don't know anything about your own life for 17 years and 364 days and on your 18th birthday you do. And I think that's quite worrying. I mean, you know, I've met plenty of young people of all sorts who show show more self-awareness than some so-called adults three times their age. And I think that's where this comes from. And the other side of it is the processes on the medical side for these young people are pretty thorough. And they've been based on where this started in the Netherlands, which has a very... Um, good, um, if not perf- close to perfect um, rate of return. I'm not aware of anyone who has started even on the reversibles and has said, oh no, it wasn't the right thing. So I think there are very careful processes as well. So this really um, you know, makes life a lot easier if someone suddenly real- gets to that point of realisation where this is where they are at 12 and come out to their parents and their body's already changing it will make um, a big difference. It'll make a huge difference. And certainly uh, we've got to say that we welcome the court decision with regard to that. So a good step forward, in my opinion, at least. And I'm certainly uh, everyone in the room uh, would agree with that. Mm -hmm. The second story that uh, we noticed was a study on transgender mental health uh, was looking for participants. Can you talk us through this one? Yeah, this is um, um, funded by 
Beyond Blue and based out of um, Curtin University in Western Australia, but there's naturally been a lot of cooperation around the country with, I know, various trans people who are who were asked to review this survey before it went live. And this is going to look at the study of um, trans people and by trans. We're opening up a very big umbrella there. We're mm. not going to know. <laughs> yeah, uh, I notice in the article they yeah. uh, include transsexual, transgender, sister girl, androgynous, genderqueer as uh, all embracing under this study. Absolutely. And we'll say including but not limited to. So yeah. <laughs> we're looking um, for a whole range of people. And this is really great because... It's the last major trans-specific um, piece of research um, that we had um, around Australia was the Trans TRANZ Nation report in 2007, which also covered New Zealand. Really? Wow, that, that was the last study we have. It was in that, 2007. Yeah, that was trans-specific. So wow. I noticed this will be open until the 31st of December. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, that means seven years between major pieces of um, adult trans research is a pretty long time. So this is um, sort of well overdue, but it is very welcome. And, you know, we'd naturally, um, Transgender Victoria would really virtually plead with people to fill this out because it gives a lot of talk about mental health and one of the big critical issues for trans people, health care. And, you know, one of if, you know, in terms of what I'll call the social issues as opposed to what I might call the legal reforms, this issue of um, trans-knowledgeable health professionals of all sorts is really a critical point at, and at every level, whether it's the coming out level or the specialised surgery level. So this sort of research can go a long way to um, perhaps uh, getting past that blockage. Yeah, uh, this one's important uh, because it's looking to be a big study and if you look at some of the smaller studies that have happened other than the 07 one, the number of people from the trans community is relatively low in the general GLBTI studies and Mm. so it's hard to come up with good conclusions out of that on a, you know, even if it's a large sample of gay men and lesbians, the number of people from the trans community is usually pretty small so coming up with useful meaning out of that is really hard. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think from memory, Trans Nation in 2007 had around 300, 400, and at the time we were sort of a bit almost wow about that. I think in this wonderful day and age of social media and everything else, and there are more people out. I, I think we can you know, very easily surpass that number um, for this survey on, I'll say, trans adults, so 18 plus. And I will give the hint that we're not too far away from the launch of some trans youth um, research as well. Oh, brilliant. Uh, Keep us in the loop on that, certainly. We'd love to have a chat with you on that. Mm, yeah. Certainly. Uh, there's another story coming out of New South Wales as well. Alex Greenwich, a big fan of the GLBTI community, uh, a big friend, sorry, I should say, of the GLBTI <laughs> community and uh, the Greens Party are pushing for greater protections for trans and intersex members of our communities. Yeah, this is, this is really welcome because um, and it comes back to the marriage debate and what the trans community, I'm coming first from a trans perspective, what we call forced, forced trans divorce. And this is where, because as we understand it, where there is a so-called, incon- under the federal constitution, mm. where there's an inconsistency between a federal law and a state or territory law, the federal law automatically applies. So where a trans person has... Um, completed the requirements to change a birth certificate, which in simple terms around Australia is surgery, and they're still married, partner still loves them, they rock up to birth deaths and marriages, and birth deaths and marriages say, 
nope, um, you can't change your birth certificate until you divorce, otherwise we are, in inverted commas, creating a same-sex marriage. And this is where, while state-based marriage obviously is, you know, somewhat, at least somewhat beneficial for, um, I'll use the exact term, cisgender people, it may not be the full answer for trans people because, um, you know, someone who, let's say a couple that marries as M and F under federal law mm. would still have to divorce to take advantage of any state-based scheme and vice versa, some, a couple that marries as mm. Two Fs two under state law would have to then, if they're same, they start out as same sex and one transitions the other way. Mm, but yeah. what, this, what Alex and the Greens have announced is quite helpful. One way or another, we're going to end up with a comprehensive legal opinion that says, yes, you could have, you can get rid of forced trans divorce, it's not right, or it could go the other way and make it really clear that we've got a massive violation of human rights that goes on that forces some people who still love each other and have no irreconcilable differences to divorce. So from the trans perspective, it's great. And whilst um, I don't want to, you know, whilst Organisation Intersex International comments, you know, as the primary commenter for intersex, we do have the situation at the moment that a few people who don't have male or female on their birth certificate in Australia, they can't marry anyone at all at the moment. So Mm. this sort of thing will be beneficial for intersex as well. Oh, okay. I hadn't actually thought of that particular perspective. It's certainly a wide-ranging bill. I can't see it getting a lot of legs over the next little while while we're in election campaign mode, but uh, hopefully it gets across the line at some point soon. Uh, thank you for covering these few issues with us. That's Sally Goldner, who is the spokesperson for Transgender Victoria, a friend of the show who helps us out with um, a great perspective from time to time. Thanks for your time, Sally. No worries, gang. We've had some other feedback coming in on uh, 0427JOY949. This one's about uh, Russia. We were talking with Jai Wallace about this issue, and uh, he says, uh, why does the visit to Russia have to be focused on sexuality? As uh, he said to his folks and his straight brother, he didn't have to come out so... Uh, sorry, that the straight brother didn't have to come out, so why should Scotty? Uh, Scotty, great message. Thank you very much for your, your input. Um, but this is, this, is a bit, this is about an issue of expressing about who you are, and this is what's going to be limited here in Russia. Yeah, so it's about and if people want to go and they don't want to express themselves sexually while they're there or um, out themselves, that's fine. But Mm. if you want to just be who you are and that involves uh, demonstrating some of your sexuality, well then you'll be putting yourself at quite substantial risk. So I think think there's a a breadth of view on that, but certainly I take your point of view. Mm, Thanks for your feedback, Scotty. Um, I also think it's really weird that I had to come out to my parents my brother didn't have to yeah. to come out and say that he's straight but I think what the athletes are doing I, I think what they're doing is they're trying to help the Russian LGBTI guys out mm, this exactly. isn't a question about oh no why do our Australian athletes have to come out it's like have you not seen what's happening in Russia to its community? And can you not just go and not bonk for two weeks, you know, is, yeah. is the suggestion. But uh, their colleagues there have this uh, imposed on them forever. Mm, completely. It's uh, Jeffrey, Shannon and Matt with you this evening on Gay News Week. News and current affairs from a bent perspective. This is Gay News Week on Joy 94.9. To find out more about Joy 94.9, check out joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.